0: Welcome to Even Feel, the sports podcast that puts women first. I'm Josie and I'm here with Amber. Hello. Um, we got a lot to kind talk about because we still got state tournaments rolling. Oh my goodness,
1: we do. we
0: got national tournaments coming
1: up. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Basically everything is happening. Everything.
0: Just all of it. Yes. Um, but we should probably talk about soccer first because it is done. In the books. Um, congratulations to Gretna and Scott.
1: Um, yes. Uh, so Gretna beat Lincoln Southwest, what five to two or something like that?
0: Yep, they were down and then they got four um, before the half, and then yeah, just kind of rolled,
1: cruised the rest of the way. Right. It. Uh, I did not make it, but. It sounded like an amazing game to watch. Yes.
0: Not quite as intense as uh, the Scut game. <laughs> right.
1: And then, well, but Gretna did finish a perfect season, didn't they? Yes. Uh, I think it was their second, their second straight oh perfect my goodness, season. With their third straight state title.
0: Yes. No. <laughs> Gretna's very good. Um, okay.
1: And then on the B side, so is Scut.
0: Scut is good. I had them pick to win. I know they knocked out your Mercy they team. They did.
1: <laughs> they did. But. It wasn't unexpected. No. You know, we still had hope for Mercy, but wasn't unexpected. So, Scott beat Norris
0: 1-0? Yeah, in a shootout.
1: Oh, goodness. I didn't catch that part No, it, it
0: was, yeah, in, intense. Very
1: intense. Um, that brings it to, what, 10 state titles total for the girls' 10 total, there?
0: third straight
1: as well. Third straight. So, they had 15 wins and four losses. They were RCC champs, district champs, now state champs, 50 goals, only 10 against. Yep. All season. Powerhouse. 12 shutouts. Yeah. You can't really argue with those kind of stats. No.
0: I mean, Bennington was also very good this season. Yes. Um, It's hard to bet against Scott. Like, they just know how to perform in that specific stadium. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) They show up when they need to.
0: Yeah. So, congratulations to those guys. Um, Yeah. We'll have all Nebraska coming out. May twenty eighth. That'll be done by Nick Rubek, who covered the state tournament for us. So that should be pretty great.
1: See, awesome! Yeah. Definitely check it out. See what players from your school made it.
0: Yeah. Um, and then we got national tournaments
1: coming Ugh, up. Nationals. Gotta love it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got what Husker softball. Husker softball.
0: They are in the Stillwater regional. Oof. I'm sure they're not particularly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like that. Um, I will say I mean they lost in the semis of the big ten um, so it was really kind of at that point and not just lost yeah
1: but eight0 in five innings
0: yeah not good not good um, so it's really up to the committee at that point uh, luckily for Nebraska they have played such a difficult like just such a difficult schedule this season um, that was off, like by design obviously mm-hmm. Rhonda Ravel has been on record saying she like
1: has done that Um and you got to love it when a coach wants to play the best.
0: Yeah. I mean, gosh, signing up for Clearwater. Yeah. Oh, When I saw them in their schedule, I was like, oh, please don't <laughs> yes. come out of that. Oh, is it five zero? Like, oh, I my think goodness, they play yes. 5 there. I was like, please just take one. Yes. Um, they did. So that was good. But. So,
1: second year in the row going to the NCAA Championship Tournament. Yep. And their 26th time ever in program history.
0: Yeah. No, they're, they historically are very good. Yeah. Yes. They've, yeah. Yeah. Um, in their bracket, they got Wichita State, who they're taking on first. And, they
1: and they've lost to them all three times this season. Is that right?
0: Yeah, twice. I think they just played them twice. Maybe they played them oh, twice.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, twice. This will be the third time. That's yeah. right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, They also played Oklahoma State, who's obviously oh. in their bracket. Yes. Lost them twice. Um,
1: the odds are stacked against them. Yeah. But, you know. You no we'll, know.
0: Tournament time.
1: You never know who's going to show up. And yeah. also – I believe I read that the Shockers are only 6-12 and all-time in the NCAA tournament. So oh. those odds kind of favor the Huskers a little bit.
0: Well, that, yeah, that could change things. Yeah. I was Yeah. But they have lost to uh, both of those teams in their bracket. It kind of felt like the committee was like they had such a hard schedule. Their RPI was like 39, I think. Oh,
1: that's insane.
0: Yeah. So, like, they deserve to be in the tournament, sure. even with all their losses. Even as a bubble team. Even as a bubble team. <laughs> Even with 20 losses in the season. Yeah. Uh, but they weren't going to give him an easy matchup at all. <laughs> no.
1: It's just kind of like, how about how about just one? Just one. Just one. Build some confidence. But they still have a shot.
0: Yeah. Um, I see it going probably lost to Wichita State. And then they'll probably take on UNM- UMBC.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. um, I don't see them beating Oklahoma State. I do not either. Um, and then I think Nebraska has a really good shot. Yeah. And then maybe build a little confidence in the tournament. And you can... Do all kinds of crazy things
1: mm-hmm. if you... Post-season's like a whole new season. Yeah. So they take on Wichita State Friday, and I believe it's going to be televised on ESPNU. Yes. 6 so, p.m. 6 p.m. East, not Eastern, Central. 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 Yes. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then UNO softball. So the Mavericks won their program's first Summit League title.
0: God, that was so good. <laughs> that was so good. The USD beat South Dakota State. That was oh, So that was you fantastic. were a happy person. And then... You and like you and know then beat South Dakota State. Also fantastic. <laughs> USD grad here loves to see South Dakota State. Nice. <laughs> um But yeah, no, that was oh that was so exciting. Like, yeah. And it was on our like our sports cover. Oh, cool. So it was yeah. Oh, it was awesome. The but, proper
1: uh, recognition,
0: yeah. Giant picture of Cameron Meyer.
1: Very cool. What a
0: pro. She's coming back for another season.
1: Did she get a COVID year? Yeah. She oh, that's awesome.
0: I was I <laughs> read that in Gene's um, story mm-hmm. for yesterday for today, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I was shocked. But I was so yeah. excited for them because that'll be such that's so good for them. Yeah, that's
1: fantastic. And this is actually their first Division One NCAA tournament yep. appearance, which I mean. Not a bad way to kick it off, right? So they're going to be playing Louisiana, um, who are actually making their 24th straight appearance in the tournament.
0: Yeah, they are. That's uh, a nice little streak. They're good.
1: So both of the local teams here have some hurdles to uh, leap over if they want to continue on.
0: That's a way to put it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That will be tricky. But, you know. For your first Division One tournament, you get to go to Baton Rouge. Yes, that's nice.
1: It. Is, I mean, that humidity is going to be brutal,
0: but yeah, and both Louisiana and LSU are, LSU are going in, to be yeah, and it's so basically
1: easy. like a home tournament for both of them. Yeah, I mean, literally LSU, but
0: but also Louisiana. That's yeah. not a long trip, not at all. So,
1: but it, I mean, it should be interesting. So that's also Friday. Yep. And then I believe that's on ESPN Plus, though. So. A little bit harder to correct.
0: see. I would bet the LSU game in that bracket oh, is televised. I would assume so. On probably like a major, <laughs> one of the major ESPN stations. I think they're all on ESPN.
1: Yeah. Those, oh, that one might also make it to SEC Network. LSU. Oh, Yeah.
0: I don't know. I'd have to look. I didn't look at what the Yeah, I
1: only me. looked at the two local schools, so.
0: But it's on TV.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. So definitely check that out if you're a softball fan. And if you're not, check it out and become one.
0: Yeah, because it's, oh, it's just like crazy. It's so If you love baseball, you will like softball. It's much faster pace. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're like, I
1: don't know. And those women can hit.
0: Oh, my gosh, yes. Like, <laughs> they
1: can really hit. I think I was saying, like, who was it? Oh, um, so Louisiana. I just don't like saying their mascot's name. That's fair. Um, I believe they are on a 25-game stretch where they have hit 39 homers since April 1st.
0: Oh, my gosh. So, like,
1: a month and a half. 39 homers. That's That's
0: so many. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see what the streak is for, like, Oklahoma. Because they're just. His oh, yeah. Oklahoma's and next level. And traditionally,
1: that's like, probably dates back three seasons of every single game having like multiple homers. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, if you are not a softball fan, I highly recommend watching Oklahoma at the very least. because Because oh, watching Jordy Ball pitch. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's just astounding. She's a Papio grad. So, like. Local. He, he's a nice little tie in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure both of our teams are very, very very happy to not be in norman
1: (laughs) yes (laughs) that is for sure not that they have easy regionals but
0: but at least it's not that one yes oh boy um let's stay track Turn to that,
1: yes, that's my favorite thing in the whole world. Okay, before we get to state though, let's talk a little bit of college, just yeah,
0: yeah, with the the
1: yeah. So, updates from last week when we had all of our conference championships, UNO unfortunately ended their season at the Summit League, they finished ninth in the conference, they didn't score a ton of points, but they did end the season with 12 new or like improved top 10 all-time records for their school.
0: Oh, that's pretty so good. So that's
1: good. You know, you're seeing a lot of improvement. They had some good seniors graduating, but most of the kids who um, got new marks on that top 10 list are coming back. So that's encouraging
0: for yeah, them. Yeah, nice growth.
1: And then the Huskers. So the women, sh- women finished third with 112 points, mm-hmm. which is the most they've ever scored at a Big Ten championship meet. Um, it's also their best finish since placing third in 2016. So that's pretty awesome. And they had wins in the high jump, the triple jump, the shot put, the hammer throw, and the javelin. And they had multiple placers in almost all of those. Field events. Yeah, exactly. Field events are carrying them. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, have to build up some of those sprinters and distance runners, but they're not doing too bad. No. Not doing too bad. And the
0: teams they lost,
1: too, it's pretty yeah, they're Yeah, exactly. Some of the best in the country. So. Yeah. Not too bad. and then they have NCA West preliminary starting May 24th so they've got what like a week roughly a little less than.
0: I, I'm gonna be honest I've been living in state I think tournament today is a
1: Thursday. It is a Thursday. Don't ask me the date. Nope um, but then to my favorite. okay, so high school. <laughs> None of my girls made state as we know, but I'm still paying really close attention. So today Thursday yep. is day two of the class A and B which state
0: can we just pause for a second why are they putting a and b on the same day
1: (laughs) (laughs) i just obviously i was not in nebraska back when they did it all combined classes together Mm -hmm. but i do have a friend who coaches at ainsworth who was and he wishes they would just go back to it i guess covid split it up and now they just want it back together
0: i would take that i would take even a and d b and c together let me tell you about the traffic (laughs) over there i don't know how anyone is getting
1: oh my goodness! anywhere last year i parked at the methodist church across the street and walked and it made it a lot easier but it still took me like 30 minutes to go two blocks to get to the church to park Those kids are lucky they get the day off of school at Burke or the week. Really?
0: No, I. Oh, gosh. Crazy. (laughs) On to the more important things. (laughs) Yes.
1: So some highlights from day one. Um, Madison Smith from Gothenburg won the Class B discus by nearly 10 feet. She threw 145 feet, two inches. And then Brooklyn Cruz of Wayne threw 135, five. Both are incredibly respectable marks, but 10 feet.
0: That is a lot. Especially for a state tournament.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, and then in Class A, the long jump, which is something we've talked about on a couple of the podcasts, yep. um, Ladimmy Davies, she won it in 19 feet, nine and three quarters inches. And then her rival, Millard South, Samari Lang, 19 feet, four and a half.
0: And Sam McEwen has a really great story on that whole thing. Definitely check that out on Omaha.com. Yes, it's it's so great. I was yes. like, this is like the epitome of a track story. Yeah, exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly. And it's always nice when someone who loves track writes about track. It yeah. just makes it that much better. Um, Elkhorn North won the Class B girls 4x8 with a new state and state meet record, 927.97. And two of their runners, Ella Ford and Sydney Stodden, ran sub 220 legs, which for high school girls,
0: ain't that bad no that's them to build on in college for a day yes
1: <laughs> exactly and then class a lincoln east was just off their record that they set in 2018 that record was 1912 70 and they were 1939 9, 1308 which it's amazing to win yeah and that's a great time i bet there was a smidge of disappointment that they didn't get the record yeah but their anchor, Berlin Schultz, ran a two ten.
0: She split tripped like as soon as she was done crossing. Yeah,
1: I mean when you run that, I'm sure her legs had no more I, strength in them.
0: I yeah. <laughs> But congrats to them. I know you're probably slightly disappointed. Sure. But but that's still amazing. And your
1: time was fantastic. Definitely stuff to be proud of. And I'm sorry. I have a couple more notes because it was just a great meet for the girls. No, you're good. Go. Kennedy Wade of Bennington. She set the Class B state and state meet records in the 200 with a 24.54 in the prelims. Dang. Right. Right for context, there are college Division One two hundred runners who have never broken twenty five, <laughs> and are fairly successful. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not she wouldn't win D one NCAA championships with that, but mm-hmm. she would probably make the finals. So <laughs> something to definitely be impressed by. And then um, oh, we already mentioned Omaha West Side's Lademy Davies. She's the top qualifier in the hundred by far. For her class.
0: She could win four yes. class A medals, yes. not to say all class.
1: And she's not too far off the record. I mean, for the hundred, it's a lot, mm-hmm. but she ran an eleven ninety-three, which sub twelve in high school. Pretty sweet. Yep. Um, and the all class record is an eleven sixty four. So if everything aligns, we could see another all class record go down <laughs> in the hundred, which is just crazy. And then in the class B-400, four girls ran sub-58 400s. Oh, my God. Yeah. Four girls ran 57 second <laughs> 400s. Just let that sink in. Um, all of the qualifiers for the finals were under a minute, mm-hmm. which um, a friend of mine is a D2 coach. And she said that in all the recruiting that they do, if girls are running sub-65 in high school, so sub-65, mm-hmm. they're considered above average. So, elite. sub 60 is obviously elite. So, sub 58, what's beyond that? Like, super elite. Super elite. <laughs> <laughs> so, all pretty amazing. Um, today, Thursday, is day two for A and B with all of their finals. And then classes C and D compete Friday and Saturday.
0: Yeah. So, should be fun. So, I mean, if you're starting right now, three more days of state track.
1: Mm-hmm. Some be. of the best days of the year.
0: Yeah. Hopefully, the weather is nice.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, it was a little warm yesterday.
0: Yeah. humid. Yeah.
1: Up to what? Mid 90s, upper 90s? Somewhere I don't know.
0: I hit, I hit inside all day. Same.
1: Same. Um, which is usually good for sprinters, not so great for distance runners. I know <laughs> last year it was really hot for A and B. And then C and D, when I was out there, I was bundled up. So.
0: Yeah. It, which another is. Another reason to do. All the girls on one, all the boys. Because how are you supposed to, like, compete? (laughs) Yeah. How do I want to put this? How are you supposed to, for all class specifically, how can you even remotely get an accurate measurement? Right,
1: when the conditions are completely different.
0: Yeah. And this is Nebraska. The conditions are always completely different. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Yeah, I think it would be great to see... All of them together, or like you said, boys and girls on different days, but, you know, at the same mm-hmm. time, because when I was in high school in Iowa, we did boys and girls on different weeks. They've since combined it, but honestly, we got through everything, and we had four classes for the girls and five for the boys, I think, and we managed to do it. So I mean,
0: there's four classes for the girls now, Yeah, and four for the boys, so you should be able to.
1: Exactly. So... Makes me wonder if
0: like the NSA doesn't have maybe the staff for
1: it. That's entirely possible. Cause I know I'm an official, um, but I obviously wasn't able to officiate the season because mm-hmm. I had my own team and track meets and everything. And they had asked if I could come and volunteer since I didn't want to sign up to be an official for the state meet. Yeah. In case my girls made it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they asked if I could volunteer, but you know, full-time job after missing yeah. so many days for track meets yeah. kind of had to prioritize paying my bills. Mm -hmm.
0: And like the NSA has like had issues getting referees and officials. Yes. So if you are
1: interested, please go to their website, check it out. You just take a couple open book tests and uh, you can pass the test and become an official. They're open book. Yeah. The first one is if you (laughs) want to like get the advanced official Mm. title, then you have to take um, like a timed, not open book test. Gotcha. But, I mean, you can do pretty much every sport. I do volleyball and swimming and diving and then track and field. So they're always needing people. Yeah.
0: So it's definitely something to keep in mind. You should also keep in mind that we have other podcasts. Yes. We have Pick (laughs) 6. It covers all the Nebraska sports. That is generally done with Sam McHugh and Tom Chattel and Evan Bland. It is fantastic. I listen to it every week. Um, It's also the Half Court Press. Right now it's kind of rolling on a... Two-week basis right mm-hmm. now, just because we're in the off season. That's um, done with Joel Lorenzi and Sam McEwen as well. Also fantastic. Listen to it for sure. Um, but for now, thanks for listening to Even Field. I'm Josie. I'm Amber. Thank you.
1: Bye.